0: So I was driving through the city a couple of days ago, just living my best life, and uh, and I drove past uh, a new store opening. Uh, Little, uh, there uh, I don't know. Like I don't, I don't follow all this bullshit. Fucking local news. Fucking stories about, I don't know, whatever the fuck people do. I don't follow it. I don't know what's going on in politics in my country. I don't, I fucking ignore all of it, you know, because it's like that, it's like that Indian or whatever guru said, you know, democracy is for the people, by the people, of the people. But the people are retarded. So I don't that was a terrible accent, by the way, and I would like to formally apologize to the entire entire continent of Eurasia uh, for that terrible impression. But that's that's basically the way I look at things. I don't follow the news because the news is not new. There's not there's not there's nothing. There's nothing useful. Everything's breaking news, breaking news, this breaking news that no one fucking cares. That's not true. Everyone apparently fucking cares. Except me, because I don't fucking care. And I'm sure there's plenty of people like that. They probably just don't run their mouths as much as I do about not caring about shit. There are other things to care about, is my point. And my other point is, I was driving down the fucking road on my way to somewhere, and I drove past this new store opening. This new store is Little. Now, if you don't know, Little is a store that you know around europe you got it right i think it comes from like the the dutch or german lands or whatever and it's like a it's like it's it's one of them cheap stows. okay if if you need if if you need some cheap shit you go there right and you know nothing wrong with that but i'm driving past this fucking thing on opening day and there not only not only is there a line outside it it's one of those snake lines, you know, it's like, you know, the, the, the people are coming out of the store and not, not in just a straight line or, or line around the store. They got all these uh, all these little fences set up and it just looks like fucking cattle being herded to their death. And, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm just going past it kind of sitting sitting in traffic and I'm thinking, you know, like what motivates you to do that? What what motivates a person to go there? And I had a like, cause, cause I was I was sitting there sort of silently judging them. And I got like a got like a very uncomfortable tiny wave of of of, of empathy, I guess, because I started I started thinking about, you know, fuck, like maybe. Like while I'm sitting here judging these people, like maybe maybe they're there because, you know, the money situation's not that great, you know. Maybe they you know, maybe some of them lost their jobs in the pandemic or whatever, or or there's extra medical expenses, you know, so people are looking for some cheaper shit to buy, right? You know, and then I kinda of felt bad. And now I'm stuck in this place where like I wanna I wanna judge these people, you know. But you know, I, I wanna I wanna judge the people who are going there because it's new, and they're standing in a line for a fucking, I don't know, hour, hour and a half, two hours, seven days? I don't fucking know. I didn't stick around to find out, but it didn't look like the fucking line was moving, and you know goddamn well that the person who gets inside the store after, after standing in the line, they're not gonna get out of there quickly. People don't get out of the store quickly on a good day. Because people don't go to the store knowing what they fucking need, do they? They just go to the store to browse. Just to browse like they got all the fucking time in the world. Ugh. Fucking browsing. What are you gonna find there? Huh? What are you gonna find? What is there? What is there to browse? Different types of fucking fabric softener? Fucking Fruit Loops? Ugh. You know, so I'm just kind of stuck here now thinking like, what's the, what's the, uh, what's the population split in that line, right? What's the population split between people who want to buy, I don't know, a fucking can of dip, a can of dip for 25% off versus the people who are, you know, they're, they're, they're having a tough time, right? And I feel like that's even worse, right? If there, if, there, if there are a lot of people in that line who are having a tough time, what kind of a cunt, what kind of an absolute fucking do-good-nothing-fucking-good-for-nothing-cunt goes and stands in that line with people who need the fucking cheap shit where they just go to just check it out? What do you... What, how fucking boring uneventful and useless is your life. If you, if your form of entertainment is going to a new, new fucking store opening, right? And like, I, I would say the same thing about a new store opening where they're selling something cool, you know, like fucking, I don't know, fucking iPad, tablets, VR, fucking jerk off sets, whatever. But it's a fucking grocery store, you know, how is that entertaining for you? And also let's not forget this was the middle of a fucking working day, you know? Ugh. Just fucking people, man. Fucking people. Give me a second. Good morning. Good I I forgot to say good morning. I'm sorry. Six minutes in, you get a good morning from me. Can you tell that I'm not in a great mood? I'm actually in a pretty good fucking mood. I don't know I don't know why I feel like Whenever I speak, I have to take it to a negative place. There's probably something I need to talk to my fucking therapist about. But, you know, there's there's a lot of other shit that we got to get through before we get to that, okay? Fucking daddy issues, mommy issues, wanting to stick my dick in everything issues. Ugh. Consuming too much fucking content issues, procrastination issues, being able to focus on, on stuff for other people and not focus on stuff for myself self-loathing thoughts of thoughts of meaninglessness ugh that should be my fucking catchphrase ugh you know if if i ever if i have if i if i ever get to a place in my life where i feel like i need a catchphrase first of all shoot me but second of all that catchphrase should just be ugh you know, and and the more the the more I'm gonna do that catchphrase, the more I'm gonna play it up, and the and the slower and more pronounced the ugh is gonna get. Ugh. <laughs> Good morning, people. I'm sorry. I I don't I don't know I don't know. Okay. Uh, whatever the fuck you're asking me, I don't know. I don't know why why I'm like this. I just don't. No. Okay. What the fuck are dogs' throats made out of? That's what I really want to know. I want to... Whatever whatever fucking omnipotent deity created our reality, that's the question I want to ask that, that thing. That person? That fucking octopus? I don't know. What the fuck are dogs' throats made of? Because you know obviously i got a dog now we're hanging out a lot we're going for walks and shit and you know he doesn't he doesn't pull on his leash too much but uh, i i uh, i took a rope but bo- borrowed oh, god damn jesus i borrowed a piece of rope from a buddy of mine and i made i fashioned this rope uh, into like a really long leash for the dog because I can't I can't can't let him off the leash yet you know because I'm afraid that he's gonna abandon me again. That's let's add to the list of things I need to talk to my fucking therapist about. I got abandonment issues coming from a dog. Ugh. <laughs> so I made this long leash for him so he can run around the park, right? So. I take this long leash with me, and I put it on on the park in a in a sort of like a grassy little spot where there's no other people or dogs around. And he gets to kind of run around and shit, right? So we're over there and we're training and stuff, and you know no, I'm I'm teaching him, teaching him fucking not really tricks, but you know just teaching him to come back to me and sit down and all that stuff, all that good stuff. And he's doing really good, very smart dog. Um, and then you know as a reward. Aside from the treats, he gets to he gets to play around with his toys. You know, I, I got this little um, I got this little knotted rope for him, which we use to like you know the fucking tug of war shit. He fucking loves that. And uh, you know, I got him a little little not one of those squeaky toys. You know, because squeaky toys are just ugh, I don't know. Maybe they're good for the dog, and maybe I'll get him one at some point. But just the fucking idea that I'm at home trying to concentrate on work, and the dog is somewhere in the background doing the fucking squeaky toy thing. Ugh. Terrible. Terrible. So anyways, I put the long leash on him, you know, and I, I give him I give him the little ball as a as a as a reward. And and you know, he's super excited. And he's wagging his tail and he's looking at the ball and I throw the ball and I threw it just a little bit too far cuz the leash is long, but it's not fucking infinite. And the dog runs, 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 runs after the ball, and I realize, oh fuck that the leash is gonna fucking snap the dog back, and like I'm doing my best to like take a take a couple of quick paces towards the dog so he doesn't fucking you know like i don't know like pull his pull his fucking neck into an s shape, but you know the leash runs out, and the dog's going like full speed, and nothing he just you know he snaps back and he doesn't care and he's happy nothing hurts him he just so the the question the question then is like what the fuck are dog's throats made of and why are we not making iron man suits out of that shit you know what i mean it's it's ridiculous I mean, supposedly, like, I've read some stuff about, you know, like, dogs that, that, like, pull on their leashes a lot. They do, they do get, like, some, like, trachea damage or whatever the fuck. So I'm thinking of maybe getting him, like, one of those chest car harnesses. But I feel like if I get him the chest harness, then there's, then there's zero incentive for him not to pull on it constantly, right? Because then he, then he doesn't feel anything. And, you know, I mean, I don't know, no pain, no gain, I guess. I don't fucking know. Well, I'll, I'll figure that out. Oh, it's fucking weird. I mean, the 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 thing with the dog now, which is which is maybe why I'm why I'm like a little stressed, is because in a, in addition to, like, get, getting a dog is like a big lifestyle change, you know. And I, I knew that before I got him, um, but that doesn't that doesn't change the fact that it's it's a fucking adjustment, right? Because now you have like at least extra like three or four hours a day that you know you got to do shit, right? Um, which on the one hand, it's pretty good for me because I, I spend I spend way too much time. Um, uh, sorry, I'm doing some shit in the background here. Just a second, just a second. Um, I'm recording from a new setup today, so I hope the sounds okay. Um, yeah, so there's there's all these uh, there's all this extra shit that you gotta do now, right? You gotta go for walks and stuff, and and another thing that I didn't know I I would have to do. The dog has a fucking ear infection, right? And they found the ear infection at the pound because I told them, like, before I take him, I want a vet to look take a look at him, right? And the vet found the ear infection, right? And at first, it was just like, you know, he needs he needs uh, the fucking ear drops for seven days, right? And then it's going to be fine. So we do the fucking eardrops for seven days, and then I take him back to the pound for the vet to take a look at him. Turns out the infection's not gone yet. Okay, so th- we need more fucking eardrops. The problem is he is fucking terrified of the eardrops. You can't, you cannot, you cannot in any way, like I've tried to trick him a hundred fucking times in various different ways. You just can't fucking do it. He is fucking terrified of it. Um, So that's been causing quite a lot of stress because like whatever I do, you know, like, like if i if i force him to take the fucking thing right then he's terrified of me right and the relationship suffers cuz now like i'm the guy who's introducing suffering into his life no bueno but on the other hand like like it's so frustrating that i can't just explain in plain english that like listen guy i know you don't want this but you got to have this cuz i'm trying to i'm i'm trying to make you healthy you got a problem. You're scratching your ears all the time. You you're not you're you're not comfortable, right? And I wish I could make you understand that this thing that I'm doing to you that you don't like is gonna fix that. And you can't. You fucking can't. And the rage, the rage that I feel inside. I it just it just puts me back. It it, it takes it takes me back to fucking my childhood when when all I would do would be angry all the fucking time. Yeah, so you know, that's uh, <laughs> that's 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 what's going on in my life. I figured I figured one thing out, and I hope that this keeps working. I've been doing this since yesterday, and yesterday it worked. The thing with the dog is that like he's pretty good with like paying attention to me except when there's other dogs around. So now what I've been doing is when I go out for a walk and I see another dog, I wait for him to notice the dog and he's just going to – he's going to freeze and start pulling like on his uh, on his leash. And he's just going he's to he's, he's stand there motionless just looking at the dog like super fucking focused. He's, he's going to completely ignore me. He's not going to give a shit about treats or anything. So when that happens, I, I go kind of I, – I, I pet him around the collar and I start kind of fucking around with his ears a little bit. And then I put one of the ears back and I just – I stand there on the street with a fucking syringe like a psychopath. And I just I wait for the perfect moment, and then I go with the syringe. I kind of stab it in his ear, or I don't actually stab it. There's no needle on it. I just I gotta get it inside the ear enough so that I when I when I squeeze the fucking thing, it shoots actually in his ear, not not all over his face, which has happened more than once. Um, and. Yeah, so that's that's kind of the way I've been doing it now. So then I just squeeze it in and he just goes eh. and he starts shaking his head, then I just take the ear and I rub it from the outside so the liquid doesn't go out and it goes in all the right places and shit. And I got to do this for 14 fucking days, people. For 14 days, I got to I got to every 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 day twice a day in each year, I got to fucking get those drops in and uh, yeah it's just a little bit of extra fucking stress cuz even when it goes well at least up until now like every time i have this weird like stress response inside me this like just like stuff inside me starts like shaking you know it it it, re- it reminds me of when i when I, was, when I was when i was young and and even dumber than i am now when i when i used to when i used to get in fights with people because um, I got in fights with people, not because I wanted to fight, but because I was really fucking angry all the time uh and I remember when when I got into the fights, like I always knew like i don 't even know how to fight like i've 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 been in fights, but i don 't actually know how to fight i just I just get into fights and and uh like i i would I would get into fights because I was angry, and I wouldn't care if I got the shit beat out of me, so technically, I had a lot of experience, but like I still didn't know how to throw a punch like I didn't know fucking shit, and i would i I remember like every time before, during, and after a fight, I would have these shakes inside me, and that's kind of the same thing that's happening with the dog now. I don't know if if, if it has to do with with confrontation or 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 I don't know uh hurting things or like I don't fucking know I, I don't I don't know what it is, but it's not nice and I think it's shaving some fucking days weeks months years off my life but you know that's a that's a problem for our future Bobby right now the priority is to get this dog fucking healthy okay and other than other than the ear thing he's perfectly healthy it's just a little just a little ear infection gotta deal with it right so you know just gotta keep doing it and then I can come on the podcast and bitch about it for a little. And, and you can listen to it, not listen to it. I, I, don't, I don't know what you do with your life. I don't, like, you know. You do, you do, you. But other than that, the dog's doing pretty good. Um, He's like his own vacuum cleaner. Because we were, we were taking a ride in the car. And he's in the back seat. Kind of, you know, just licking the fucking windows, looking around having the time of his life, and at one point, he threw up in the car, and then immediately proceeded to just eat it, so he threw up, and then he cleaned up after himself, which, I mean, fucking gross, but, I mean, that's a good move, that is a very good move, that's, it's very polite, it's very polite, I think people should also do that, you know, next time, Next time you're stumbling out of a bar at 3 a.m. or stumbling out of a club after having 15 fucking skinny bitches and 17 fucking Jager bombs or whatever the fuck it is you fucking people do. <laughs> you people fucking listen to me. Um, you know, when you, when you go outside in the alley and, and, and you puke, when you throw up, maybe considered that the polite thing to do would be to get down on your knees and eat it. And I think then, then, then on Saturday mornings and on Sunday mornings, walking, walking through the city, there will be. The, 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 I I just think that the odor of the city would be much nicer in in on on weekend mornings, if everyone who threw up in their inebriated state would just would just eat that shit up, you know. I mean, if the dog can eat eat its own vomit, well, why why not you? Why not you? You think what, You think you're better than me? Oh, Jesus, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. You guys, you guys wanna, you guys wanna see a fucking awesome video that I found. You're not actually gonna see it, obviously, because it's, uh, because this is an audio recording. But I found this amazing fucking video on YouTube from 2019. The title of the video is Now That's a Great Cat Right There. And it's, it's like this. Uh, this person is holding up a little kitten inside like a convenience store or something in new york and and this the the, this this other guy's like petting him and it's it's the most fucking new york thing ever you've most new york thing you've ever fucking heard listen to this shit it takes a pet like no problem yeah right not afraid at all that's a great cat right there It takes a pet, like no problem. Yeah. It takes a pet like no problem. That's a great cat right there. <laughs> you gotta see this video though. It's so good. It's so good. Right? Not I'm, afraid yeah, at the all. Cat, the cat is just fucking sitting and like it's a it's a tiny cat. It fits in fits into the palm of your hand, and he's just sitting there, just fucking loving life with his eyes closed and getting pet and shit. <laughs> gotta tell you, it takes a pet like no problem. <laughs> So I've been doing that with my dog now. Oh, oh my god! Every other time I pet him, it was just like, "Oh fuck!" It takes a pet like no problem. That's a great cat right there. <laughs> oh man, so good, so good. Don't you just fucking love it when, when you're, when you're just hanging out somewhere on the internet, and you're just looking at dog shit. You're looking at like mediocre shit all the time. And then, once in a blue moon, you find you just find one of those great ass fucking videos like grade A good meme, like just great shit you know this this is this is this is one of those things. I think I actually had some more, but i I, I don't have anything prepared I, i'm having a look at I'm having a look at my youtube uh where where would they be I think they would be in my watch later thing. I think I might have some good shit here. Let me see. Come on, man. Work. Ah, uh, no. There's just a bunch of fucking... Nah, there's a bunch of bullshit here. Okay. Fine. Forget about it. it takes a pad like no problem. <laughs> takes a pad like no problem. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, anyways, guys. How 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 are you doing? Huh? What day is it? It's Oh shit, wait. It's Saturday. I'm not even supposed to be doing the podcast today. That's that's that was supposed to be tomorrow. Fuck. Okay. Well, I guess you're getting one early this week. Yeah, I've been I've been kind of I've been a little confused. I think one of the uh, one of the other things that's fucking my life a little bit is that I'm not working. Um, and I took this vacation this week for the dog, and I had the idea to just kind of keep working through the vacation as well, just just so that I have more, I have more freedom anyway, where like I don't have to work unless I want to. But now I haven't been like I didn't work the whole week at all, um, and I think that was a mistake because I don't think I know how to be happy unless I spend at least like four or five hours a day concentrating on on something, doing something that could be construed as, as, as productive. Um, yeah, it's difficult to just, it's difficult to just live my life. Um, that's why, that's why I don't think that the goal, at least for me, should be, um, you know, freedom. I mean, it still is, like, because I I cannot imagine myself, like, living not freely, you know, whatever the fuck that means. But, I mean, our society is kind of going towards, like, a very sort of tyrannical thing anyway. So, that's going to happen eventually, and we're all going to live in a tyranny uh, if we're still alive, you know. So, does it even matter? Probably not couple of a uh, couple of episodes ago do you remember we were talking about um, um, like uh, things things that things that women do that that are kind of turnoffs and I, and I feel like I feel like that was a very one-sided thing because I didn't say anything positive that I that I like like you know, just just visually speaking visually speaking what I what I enjoy in women and I realized today. Which is something that that I've I I don't know how I didn't realize this earlier because I've I've always had this reaction. One of those one of those things in women that when I see it I just I'm I immediately like gravitate towards it. Jesus is is this is this some sort of like a cosmopolitan fucking bitch blog now? Well, I guess it is. So the thing the thing that I really enjoy is uh oh fuck what, what is it called? I think it's called um. You know when you have different colored eyes or just one of your eyes has like a like a sector that's that's in a different color than than the rest of your eyes. I think it's called uh, hetero heterochromia heterosexuality some something like that as the shit I really like and it's I, I I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out why you know um, and I don't know. Oh my god! This this fucking podcast shouldn't even exist. This is this is terrible. How is this entertaining for anyone? I don't know. Sorry, I'm hitting hitting the vape over here. So, what about you guys? Huh? Are you guys happy? If you had to answer honestly you guys happy? Because I don't know what that means. I legit have no idea what happiness means. Because I I think I have too many questions about stuff like that. Too many questions about happiness. Like, if you ask me if I'm happy, I can say yes and I can say no. Right? Because... I think I could sit around all day, just coming up with questions that would like prevent me from answering. Are you happy? Like, for example, what, like, what does happiness mean? Do you mean am I happy right now, this second, or am I happy in general, or am I happy on average? Like if you average out all my happy and unhappy minutes in my life, am I 51% happy or 49% happy? Like, does that define happiness? And like, what is happiness? Like, what the fuck does happiness feel like? Where do you feel it in your body? Hmm? What is that? I have no fucking idea. And another question is, what, that does, does it even matter? Does it even matter that you're happy? And if you're not happy and you want to be happy, how do you get happy? Huh? Do you just fucking tell yourself that you're happy and then you become happy? You know, like that fucking secret bullshit. Like you're going to manifest happiness. Oh, my God. Ugh, I want to be happy, people. I want to be happy. But you know what? I feel like I feel like I could be happy if I lost my mind. Which is something that I'm terrified of. I am terrified of losing my mind, but I heard this great like anecdote from. There's this there's this like Indian Indian uh, what is he yogi mystic fucking guru guy. You know, and I'm very careful when listening to people like that, but I really like the way he speaks. He speaks slowly, and doesn't seem to take things too seriously. And, uh, you know, he talks very, in a very, in very certain terms about things that I think are kind of not, that they're not necessarily bullshit. They're just, you know, things like karma, right? Like I understand the concept of karma. I'm not sure I can get on board with it though. Um, you know, and all these stories, you know, like uh, reincarnation and all this stuff, like there's some interesting shit out there. There's, um, oh uh, there's 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 one guy that dedicated his whole life to the study of reincarnation uh and there 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 was some there was some interesting things from um from his findings uh give me a second i'm just ah uh, fuck i'm googling the um reincarnation things, because <clears throat> I want to, I want to, I want to find the fucking name of the guy, oh yeah, 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 uh, Ian, uh, Ian Ian Stevenson, right, I'm gonna get to that in a second, so the thing, the interesting thing that this, uh, this, this, um, this guru guy said, there was like a little, uh, he was, uh, he was doing a talk with the with two scientists and a moderator at Harvard Harvard University, I think. And they were talking about consciousness, I think, in terms of anesthesia. Um and at one point in the conversation they started talking about uh sanity and insanity and the line between the two. And this this guru guy Uh, told this little story about when he was visiting his hometown and he was he was staying staying at this house uh where like i guess multiple people lived or whatever and and when he when he got to the house there was there was this older woman there who greeted him with a big smile and and seemed very very happy and cheerful and she she greeted him and said hello and asked him how how are you doing and he said, I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you? And she said she's doing very well. And they went on about their business. And he went inside the house. And after a while, he was going back outside. And there the woman was again. Very cheerful, very happy. And she asked him, hi, how are you doing? And he said, I'm doing very well. How are you? And she said she's doing very well. And they went on about their, about their business. And... One of the other people, I guess, who lived in the house, who he was, who he was talking to, told him that, you know, that that woman, oh, it's such a sad story. You know, she she has, uh, she she lost her memory. Uh, you know, she has she, she 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 has she has dementia, and it's a really tragic story. And and the guru said, well, it looks like it's done wonders for her. And I can't help but feel a little bit like that. Cuz like Alzheimer's and dementia, fuck man, like all these all these uh, degenerative brain diseases are just they terrify me. I I'm not sure if I could think of a thing in our reality that I am more terrified of. Maybe heights. Maybe heights. But even that I've kind of gotten over a little bit cuz I can get on planes now. But, you know, this little anecdote you know, fuck knows if it's even true, but you know it's it's true enough because cause, cause you do get you you do get stories of of uh, of people like actual documented stories of people who have been a part of like uh, clinical studies where they they they've lost the ability to form memories uh, or short term memories or whatever, and you know they go about their lives pretty fucking happy, right, or mostly happy, whatever. So you know. You take this person who who has has dementia. She can't form new memories, you know. Her life, according to our standards, is pretty fucked, right? But on the other hand, while we're all going around with our functional brains, making new memories, experiencing things, most of us are fucking miserable, right? While this person is always happy. And that is not to say that all people who have degenerative brain disease are happy. Obviously, I'm not trying to say that, but you know, there is something there. There's something there. You know, dementia did wonders for this person because she's happy now. I don't know if she was happy or unhappy before, but you know, maybe, maybe, maybe if I could shut my brain off a little more, maybe I'd be happier. And the the proofs in the pudding on this one kind of because whenever whenever i meditate i that's 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 how i feel i feel i don't <laughs> i wouldn't call it happiness but it's it's something else and i think it's better than the default reality that i exist in because it's it's neutral, it's, it's, it's a state of nothing, kind of, not really, I don't know, I mean, it shouldn't be, shouldn't be my fucking business to even attempt to explain uh, mental states induced by meditation, but it's, it's, um, shit just shuts down, you know, shit shuts down, and you're not happy you're not unhappy you're not hungry or thirsty or cold or hot you just are and there's like there's like a little bit of distance between between who you think you are and who you actually are and i don't understand who i actually am but if you meditate even for a little bit i i don't think you need to be you need to be a monk to catch glimpses of it but if if you meditate just a little bit i th- i think i think what you're catching a glimpse of at least in my case is is whatever whatever true authentic self you have underneath this just mountain of bullshit that I, that you've built around yourself since since you were a kid you know and fucking trying to bulldoze that mountain of bullshit is just it's it seems so impossible. So I don't even know if I'm ever going to fucking manage to scratch the fucking surface, right? Oh, I don't even know. Okay, let's let's read about this Ian St- Ian Stevenson guy. So I- Ian Stevenson, I read him, I read about him uh, some some while ago. Uh, for some reason I don't exactly remember don't I, don't I exactly remember why he he was uh, he was some some sort of a, some sort of an academic who basically dedicated his life to the study of reincarnation and uh, and he did this widespread study of like uh, some 3,000 something uh, cases uh, I think it was mostly I think it was mostly children so it's all kind of anecdotal evidence but backed up by by facts so I think some of the cases could be like falsifiable but I don't know, it's it's just, it, it was an interesting read to kind of learn about this. Okay, so here we, here we go, we got Ian Stevenson's case for the afterlife. Are we skeptics really just cynics? If you're anything like me, with eyes that roll over to the back of your head whenever you hear words like reincarnation and parapsychology, if you suffer great paroxysms, what the fuck is that? Holy shit, I've never seen that word, paroxysms. Let me see, what is this? Paroxysm a sudden attack or outburst of particular emotion or activity. Right. Okay, okay. So I am very closely familiar with paroxysms. Um bum 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 Oh, Jesus. Okay, Stevenson, who died in 2007, was a, psychi- a psychiatrist by training and a prominent one at that. In uh, 57, at the still academically tender age of 38, he'd been named chair of psychiatry at the University of Virginia. After arriving in Charlottesville, however, uh, his hobby horse in the paranormal began turning into a full-grown steed. Oh Jesus. Could you, could you limit your fucking poetry to your journal? Like this is a fucking article. I don't. I don't need to. I need. I don't. I don't need these fucking lines. This fucking masturbatory bullshit. As you can imagine, investigating. <laughs> as you can imagine, investigating apparitions and reincarnation is not something the college administrators, respecting, were expecting, of the head of their mental health program. Yeah, probably. But in 1968, uh, Chester Carlson. The wealthy inventor of the Xerox copying process, who'd been introduced to Stevenson's interest in reincarnation by his spiritualist wife, dropped dead of a heart attack in a Manhattan movie theater, leaving a million dollars to UVA uh, on the condition... It be used to fund Stevenson's paranormal investigations. That money enabled Stevenson to devote himself full time to studying the minds of the dead. And over the pa- over the next four decades, Stevenson's discoveries as a parapsychologist served uh, served to sway more than a few skeptics, and to lead this uh, lead his blushing ac- acolytes to compare him to the likes of Darwin and Galileo. Um, you know what when when Char- Chester Carlson the inventor of the Xerox copying process who apparently uh what was it uh, dropped dead of a heart attack in a Manhattan movie theater wouldn't that shit be funny if he if he reincarnated and came came uh came after Ian Stevenson you know so maybe maybe that's how maybe that's how Stevenson died in 2007 like this guy who left him a million bucks came back to take 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 revenge for for him, I don't know, executing him in a movie theater or something. This is a long ass fucking article. This is a scientific american thing. I guess you can kind of go and go and have a look at it yourself. I kind of just quickly wanted to get to the fucking I I wanted I wanted to get to the uh I wanted to get to the gist of it. Um Okay, so here's a here's a case Okay, here's one of the cases. I'm I'm going to read you this out because I think it's pretty interesting. Uh, Stevenson's main claim to fame was his meticulous studies of children's memories of previous lives. Here's one of thousands of cases. In Sri Lanka, a toddler one day overheard her, her mother mentioning the name of an obscure town, Kataragama, that, uh, that the girl had never been to. The girl informed the mother that she drowned there when her dumb, <laughs> parentheses, mentally challenged brother pushed her in the river, uh, that she had had a, uh, that she had a bald, fa- uh, bald father named Herrath. Oh my God. This is so fucking hard to read. Jesus. Who sold flowers in the market near the Buddhist stupa, uh, whatever that is that she lived in, that she lived in a house that had a glass window in the roof, a skylight, uh, dogs in the backyard that were tied up and fed meat, uh, that the house was next door to a big Hindu temple, outside of which people smashed coconuts on the ground. Stevenson was able to confirm that there was indeed a flower vendor in Kataragama who ran a stall near the Buddha stupa, whose two-year-old daughter had drowned in the river while the girl played with her mentally challenged brother. Uh, the the man lived in a house where he uh where the neighbors threw meat to dogs tied up in their backyard and it was adjacent to the main temple main temple where devotees practiced a ritual religious ritual jesus i'm so bad at this uh re- religious ritual of smashing coconuts on the ground the little girl did get a few items wrong however for instance the dead girl's dad wasn't bald but her grandfather and uncle were and his name wasn't Herath, uh, that was the name, rather, of the dead girl's cousin. Uh, otherwise, 27 of the 30 idiosyncratic, verifiable statements she made panned out. Uh, the two families never met, nor did they have any friends, co-workers, or other acquaintances in common. So if you take it all at face value, the details couldn't have acquired, uh, couldn't have been acquired in any obvious way. This Sri Lankan case... Is one of Stevenson's approximately 3,000 such past life, uh, past past life is in in quotes here, uh, case reports from all over the world. And these accounts are in in an entirely different kind of parapsychological ballpark than tales featuring a middle aged divorcee, 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 uh, in a tie tie dyed tunic who claims to be reincarnate (laughs) the reincarnation of Pocahontas. Okay, that's pretty funny. Uh, More often than not, Stevenson could identify an actual figure that once lived based solely on the statements given by the child. Some cases were much stronger than others, but I must say, when you actually read them firsthand, many are exceedingly difficult to explain away by rational, non-paranormal means. Uh, Much of this is due to Stevenson's own exhaustive uh, efforts to disconfirm the paranormal account. We can strive toward objectivity by, ex, uh, by exposing as fully as possible all observations that tend to weaken the preferred interpretation of the data, he wrote. Um, if adversar- adversaries fire at, fire at us, let them use ammunition that we have given them. And if truth be told, he excelled at debunking the debunkers. Yeah, so I think this is a great fucking approach. Like if you're, I, I suppose if you're studying something that's like really out there, and uh, this is like this, this is the scientific method anyway. Uh, you know, like when when you're trying to figure out the truth, you can't just have a fucking thing in mind and then you go out and prove it. You have to have a thing in mind and then you have to disprove it. And if you can't, then it's true. Um, that's 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 a thing that's so so incredibly frustrating about, about things that are happening today, right? Like all these people coming out, coming out with these crazy fucking ideas about how to, how to govern ourselves, how to organize society, you know, that like this, this incredibly retarded idea of uh, equality of outcomes, You know like instead of equality of opportunities which is which is the great thing you know having an equality of opportunity is is tremendous that is what we should strive for like equality of outcome is is something that is so you can so easily prove that that results in what would you call it tyranny not really tyranny maybe but it it it, re- it results in people who don't deserve things getting things and it re- it it it, re- it it results in racism and sexism like it it, re- it it reinforces all these things that people who are promoting uh, equity which is equity is 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 a term for equality of outcomes, which is, which is why they, which is why they made up a new name for it. They don't call it equality anymore. They call it equity because equality is uh, equality of uh, choices, uh, equality of opportunity and equity is, is quality of outcome. And if only, if only these people who came up with this fucking bullshit, used the scientific method for this, like, you know, take, take the equity idea, take the equity idea. And then then try to disprove it try to try to break it try to see why it doesn't work and then if it still works then go ahead but obviously no one's fucking done this on their own side or or they have and they're just interested in you know some people getting stuff uh, without deserving it and then other people deserving it and not getting it i guess i guess i guess that's the kind of world they they want to live in i don't know i'm so out of my depth here i shouldn't even be talking about this bullshit but you know it's just something i had on my mind okay and i got a fucking podcast to fill so fucking get off my dick so anyways that's fucking stevenson man i think i'm going to read some more about this i'm not going to do it now for you but you know you can you can go and read it on your own cuz this is getting too fucking boring Um, anyways, I think, I think that's the end of the podcast for today. This was, uh, this, this was an an exceptionally shitty podcast, I, I believe. But, uh, hey, anyways, thanks for, thanks for tuning in, man. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to you in a few days. All right? All right. See ya.